welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm um I'm riding high today because, and you and Trish know this, I gave my first quarantine haircut and oh. it was a big success uh huge wow. in, in my eyes and i'm i can't stop taking victory laps <laughs> i gotta say you have every right first time out of the gate thank you i so i was very nervous i was asked by my husband to give a quarantine haircut for the first time i've been waiting and- it was like being asked to step up to plate like his hair is so long and i was like waiting but was like He's very particular. It's his hair. I'm I'm also, I would never ask. I also have not wanted to insinuate like he needs a haircut because I'm fine with the long hair. But when I was asked, you better believe I was like, I'm Ugh. ready. I literally have shears that I had bought that were like in a drawer that I hadn't used. Ugh. I've never used clippers. I have never cut hair. And this cut, I was like in a, I was like in a fugue state. Like he was laughing because it was, I was doing like full, full Edward scissor hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it was going so fast and furious. He's like, what are you? Was he scared? Definitely. I would say definitely like so quiet. I knew that it was like taking a lot of restraint to not like ask questions, but <laughs> you I, guys are such patient partners. <laughs> well because I mean, you I, showed us a picture of his hair a month ago and i would have said something long before you did <laughs> i was thinking of going over there to say something <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just i want everyone to be on their own personal journey as it relates to our quarantine aesthetics uh and you got to be careful about the doors you open if you <laughs> acknowledge anything but that's but, what i'm saying like most married couples they the boundaries are not there so i'm <laughs> i'm impressed by your ability to be an autonomous person in a small apartment <laughs> well it all paid off i'll tell you what because guess who got to give it a haircut and I was like it's that funny thing too where like it's so insulting you know I've been going to a hair hairdressers a hairstylist for so long and I know how hard it is and it's so funny how like immediately rude you are you're like I can do this (laughs) (laughs) also men's hair is harder to cut than women's hair that is just I had never like done the whole gradation of clippers up and like it was it was challenging. Like I was sweating. I was really like uh, there was a couple moments where I was like, oh, no, like it it, it got patchy and I like, you know, and and there's a performative piece where you're kind of tussling stuff around and but you're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. (laughs) But um. It was a big quarantine you know, moment and I'm it's just like right making nigh. a soup. If you just keep adding stuff, you'll figure it out. <laughs> I was so and it's like he, he's called it me looks out. good. It looks he, legitimately great, too. Thank you. I really I really am forcing everyone to tell me that I did a good job. But he it's looks very, like a boy in a band. <laughs> Marcy. I was so happy to hear that. Well, it's funny because he has called me out a few times because he'll come in to talk to me and I'm like looking at the hair <laughs> and he's like, are you looking at the haircut? And I'm like, no, I'm looking at you. I'm listening. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, so you're definitely more sexually attracted to him now that you cut his hair. <laughs> I can like hear it it's in like your voice. Power. It was like a power move. I, he was like, do you feel like ownership on my hair now? And I was like, I do. It's mine. It's mine. It's my also- palette. 
our listeners know he already looking like a Lego man. So <laughs> it's that like he has a beautiful jawline. He's a handsome, it's handsome true. man. It's true. But it it is the shape of a head that can be very <laughs> unforgiving if you mess up. Well, and every I mean, I think this is not news to most women who live. Um, he comes home from every haircut unhappy. I have watched it for coming up 12 years of just like every haircut is bad. And so this was like, I, I was like, oh, okay, pressure's on, you know, like mm-hmm. this is, I know that this genuinely doesn't go down the way he likes. So anyways, uh, I was very proud. It was a big moment. Uh, <laughs> what did he call it? He sent it in a text to my parents. He called it uh, Jesse's Snip Center. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if anybody great. wants an appointment at Jesse's Snip Center, uh, <laughs> DM me and I'll see if I can get you in, and I'll flout uh, Mayor Garcetti's rules out the window. Oh, well, who who isn't right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's my big news. What about you? <laughs> I mean, I don't have any great big news. Uh, um, I have been just watching things i've been (laughs) watching (laughs) consuming a lot of television i really enjoyed watching ted lasso everybody loves it i have not watched it yet it hasn't been out so long that it's like what are you doing like it came out in october i believe and it is just a genuine delight it's i was like what am i trying to figure out here about this show why is it so like light it's like so light but also done very well i was like oh it's a sitcom that would be a multi-cam but they made it look really good and they shot it with a single cam and Mm. it's got good really great joke writing so um my former sketch teammate jane becker from my old team the get-go is a writer on it it's um, great and it's, she's so funny she's so so funny she wrote on rick and morty and a bunch of stuff she's very funny and when i say like the sitcom i was like just like you know you leave a sitcom and every episode you're like that was nice i was happy you feel happy yeah like that's how it is and that's not normal that's not what you normally get on like net or on non-network comedies yeah and it has both like the grit and the but it's also like this character of ted lasso is just the nicest most compassionate person this is why Brene Brown had the creator uh and Jason Sudeikis I think created it too but had the two of them on her podcast to talk about it is like yeah it's like truly like oh Brene Brown invented a person (laughs) I did not know that that was like the vibe of the whole thing yeah she's obsessed with it and it is very much like yeah you're watching a person have incredible emotional intelligence working through like the normal like like sitcom like everybody hates you thing oh 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 this was such a good self this this gets me very excited it's a feel good for Uh, sure the last feel good i would say but in a very different way is the mariah carey christmas special (gasps) which i just it's just it's really just perfect it's just a lunatic unbridled uh Ugh. it's she's lit so hilariously just stuffed into every dress there Ugh. couldn't be more sequins the hair couldn't be bigger it is like truly the closest to drag that is humanly possible to, for it to not be drag and like it just is like the thinnest of premises which is all i want i don't like a holiday special that's like long and sketches and narratives it's like hey Mariah's got to save Christmas. 
great. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that makes perfect sense. It's for this literally year. like Santa calls. It's like people are a little too sad. They call Mariah to save Christmas and she sings. And that's and it and I'm not, and it's well, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> no, I mean for you, clearly I can see. Oh, it works perfectly. I was like <laughs> I so I don't want to watch Mariah like stumble through like acting. I just want to watch no. her like like teeter around in heels and sing. Uh and Billy Eichner is like the comedic relief. He's like the head oh, elf. Fun. And he is so funny and their chemistry is great. And I think they should have a TV show. And that's I feel like pitch. they're two of a kind. Their chemistry is so I was I couldn't stop. Like I was laughing so much harder than I thought. Anyways, strong review. Watch Mariah. She's I got I haven't watched it yet. It's very fun. Very the fun. other thing I was watching was Murder on Middle Beach, and it's <laughs> not a feel good. <laughs> the exact opposite, perhaps. Not a feel good at all. I but haven't it's watched a great. it, but I've seen that's that's kind of recent, right? That came out kind of recent. Yes, there's okay. only four episodes, and Sunday was the finale. Okay, and it's just a really, especially after like if you had to sit through the fucking Nexium doc. About I'll the never vow. forgive. I'll never forgive myself. The that guy should go take a look at what a good documentary is, how it's made. And okay. this kid made it over a decade. The Middle Beach one? Because it's his mother's like in March was his mother's 20th anniversary of her murder. Oh, my God. Wow. So okay. like and this kid was like, I say kid. He goes like in that time you see him go from a 20 something year old, like a young 20 to like, you know, he's like now almost 30 or 30 now. And it's like wow. very interesting to watch him evolve, but just be like, oh, yeah, he really cares about this because it's his mother. And there's no like, like you can't be like, oh, he's trying to. It's like, no, that's his mom and he can't figure it out. And there's no answers and there's too many suspects. That's a really interesting point that like the uh, the narrative and like the motive piece behind even the best, most like noble most like journalistic documentarian which is what it's supposed to be closest to uh it is still like a thin thin compared to it's my mom you know yeah. like and he's like i just hope that this well he keeps saying i just want to get to know her because mm. there's so many things that because you know you don't know your parents until like you get older like yeah. if you ask me at 20 what i thought my parents were like i didn't know them like i know they're not them. like people to you until exactly. you start i think like i think it's when you start facing life's like responsibilities uh that you suddenly realize your parents were doing that and yeah. you're like oh they're people like i'm yeah. a person now and they yeah but it's not so, for so long yeah in the doc he keeps saying i just want to know her but then he's like, and I also want to find out who did this. Oh my God. I have to watch it. Oh, it's this, great. Okay. It's great. This, this is some good Rex guys. Uh, and, and then I watched sideways guys. So that's very old. <laughs> I love, I rewatched sideways maybe like, uh, six months ago or something. Uh, you know, it's great. I'd it never seen up. it. It's I can't believe funny. I never saw it. How you about that? Seen it. Oh. I'm just a kooky kook. What am I very, doing in my life? It's very fun. It makes you want to go drink wine and hang out in um, anywhere, anywhere. A, per it makes a place. You, it does make me want to like, get drunk and have sex with Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take a number. She's so sexy in that movie. It's so cool. Yes. It's so cool looking back when you see someone's breakout role. 
Cause that was it, you know? And it's like, when you're like, oh yeah, you were like just glittering in the middle yes. of like a great movie. You, she is so effervescent and you're Absolutely. like, yes, that's a big star. Absolutely. Okay. But we're here to talk about a different, uh, oh. <laughs> I was trying to bridge it and I just didn't, we're here to talk what? about the Kardashians and oh brother <laughs> guys we gotta be honest with you we are having trouble <laughs> apparently the pr machine is only in order when there's something to promote and right now we're not promoting new stuff i mean i have never i mean i i hope this means chris jenner is getting some work done uh off vacationing i don't know what it but i have never seen the kardashian industrial complex quite this quiet i mean uh, the biggest news out there is kendall's butt is a bit bigger and she has lighter <laughs> hair and kim wore another bikini that's so, what we're coming up against guys we're gonna get through it but i think we're going to make a meal of it. Like I said, it's like a soup. Yeah. You just keep adding stuff. It's going to be okay. But this but is, is where rough. we are. It's rough. And it may stay that way um, until we start gearing up for the big uh, season 20. But we'll get into it. Um, yes. So the big news. And, and look, this one I would say is a big sigh of relief. Uh, they seem to have gotten some word that people do not love their their antics and it was announced today chloe announced that the kardashian christmas party christmas eve party is going to be canceled for the first time in 42 years jessica i hate to correct you immediately but it is 40 years is it 40 but the she head- said here in the quote it says it's the first oh. time we'll be not be because see i corrected my i did the math okay. really fast because i think the headline's wrong because in oh, the quote okay. uh oh, wow. on twitter bunch of corrections back and forth this I feels mean, good <laughs> our brains are moving quick i saw that too but in that in the tweet that uh that chloe put up she said no, we haven't had uh, so she put the COVID cases are getting out of control in California. So we decided that we're not doing a Christmas Eve party this year. It's the first time we will not be having a Christmas Eve party since 1978, I believe. <laughs> she wasn't born. I get it. She doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> want to ask her mom. Um, either way, it's somewhere between 40 and 42 years. Who knows? Chris Jenner had had a lot of martinis, inevitably. Either way. Uh, but th- this is big because they they had doubled down not too long ago uh, and and it sounded like they were still going to do it, which we yeah. were not happy about. I mean, there's just it, it, it would be so wildly inappropriate, irresponsible and dumb to have a dumb. party. I mean, of course, there. Of that magnitude. I also think that everyone else's little home gatherings are, uh, I don't like them either. But of that, <laughs> like many people of C-list celeb, to like, be like, I'm going to let a TikTok star endanger my my whole <laughs> life. That's well, wild. Well, that's what you, me and Trish started talking about was the, is it, is it that they're being safe or is it the decline of the party itself? Is- Hello. <laughs> hello do you hear this people jess is on to it well she's, i she's mean she's got her little magnifying glass out and the detective is on the case i well, think she's on 
I mean, I'm serious. I I I was like, oh, yeah, you make sense. I I believe that they are aware of the bad PR of the private island, Kendall's party, blah, 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 blah. They, They we've talked about it ad nauseum. But this party has been on its last leg for a, f- a little bit. And and yeah. we've been sort of shocked the last definitely three years by the caliber of celebrity that's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's just shockingly not as hot of a ticket as you would guess. Even moving it, you know, a few years ago, that was a whole storyline is that they moved, Kim and Kanye took it over to make it like more youthful and hip, took it away from Chris, made her cry, then gave it back so they didn't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. Either way, it's like, yeah, they were probably like, is it is. Yeah. Are we going to die over Addison, Kathy Griffin and uh, Sia? Probably not. You know, I mean, Sia Sia is canceled. (laughs) See you later. How about that? (laughs) That got me really good. I mean, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for entertainment. (laughs) But guess what? This is a real story. This one, I was actually very, this is actually juicier, I think. This, so this week, today, Black China, remember this, when she and Rob were in the midst of everything separate from their custody agreement, which got very, 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 very messy, she sued the sisters Kardashian, the executive producers of the, of Keeping Up with the Kardashian and her former show with Rob. She sued for the termination of the show, claiming that they, you know, that she had lost money, that all of this. And this week, she got a legal victory in her lawsuit against the Kardashians over the canceled show, Rob and China. Uh, according to page six, a judge ordered Bun and Murray Productions, the company behind the defunct reality show, to hand over unaired footage <gasps> from what would have been Rob and China season two. Okay, we're about to have more content. (laughs) I know. So listen to this. This is China's attorney, Lin Siani, told Page Six, the unaired footage shows Rob Kardashian by then fiance China side expressing his love for her after she underwent a, a medical procedure. I don't really know what that means, but I'm wondering if this is gonna funnel into the uh, any like uh, any of the legal stuff that remains between Rob and China? Um, I don't really know. But uh, China alleged that Kris Jenner, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie secretly defamed China and illegally interfered with China's quote highly lucrative contract with the E Network slash NBC Universal. Their alleged quote illegal interference caused the cancellation of Rob and China. Um, oh, wait. This is, wait, this I didn't read. Bun and Murray, oh no, produ- okay, produce as in give it. I thought this meant air it. Bun and Murray must produce the unaired season two Robin China footage to China within 40 days. So I don't know what she's going to do with it. Yeah, because that doesn't mean that she owns it though, does does it? Yeah, I don't know if that means that, yeah, like does she get to just shop that around? Like yeah, it's, it's complicated because I, with reality television, surely she, you know, would not have had a show without the Kardashians. Right. Which is why I'm sure they were like, who cares? Like, we're but not she's gonna- not just a cast member either. So it's complicated. Hmm. hmm I'm very, we don't know. We don't know. It's just a little mysterious. 
um, there is one funny quote. Uh, they they reached out to Rob to see if if he why he didn't participate in the case. And his attorney said, we have not filed an opposition to the court for this request because the footage has no impact on the case. However, we have requested Black China's only fans footage footage and she has refused to release that footage to us. What? So, why? I don't know. I don't know why Rob's going for her OnlyFans footage. Rob, or- just pay. <laughs> pay for the OnlyFans. He has to ask his mom. <laughs> and mom's like, uh, Chris is like, no. I give you $30 now, then next week you're in love with her, then there's another baby, and then I'm paying another $40,000 a month. I I don't know what this story means about Black China and this and this footage, but I just find it juicy. It's just fun. Whatever it is, she will show us more of it. Is the thing I know. I just I, we know like the idea of her winning over them is just going to embolden her in a way that I'm excited about. Yeah, she won't stop. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> um, let's see. We oh, this was a fun one. Yeah, this prank. FaceTime that mm-hmm. Kim, Chris, Courtney, Kylie, Chloe, and Kendall pulled was great. All so of them. We have the whole squad, as Chloe says. They like formed a pyramid, and then <laughs> each of them individually would separately use their own phone to FaceTime someone in their life. And then all of a sudden, the person answering wouldn't see a Kendall. Or a single Kylie or a Chloe, Courtney, whomever, they would see the whole squad and everyone was terrified. Because they, they had so like scary. Ma- they were mad dogging. Kendall can't do it very well. She was no. a little too smiley. Yeah. But it's legitimately like it's I was like, I don't know who is working. And maybe this is an Addison Ray influence here. Yeah, I don't know is- what where it came from, but it is so much cooler than they are. It's like, a classic like challenge, like a TikTok challenge, you know? Yes, but it's also just shot really cool. It's like the phone is like sitting up against just like a glass and the whole thing is like at this angle. Like it's just produced really cool. Yeah. And it's just like I truly funnier and cooler and more unexpected than they ever are. I can't really explain it. Like, yeah, it, I really was like, whoa, I love this. And like, I mean, I guess someone could have thought like, would it be funny if we all called Tristan and make him scared? That could, <laughs> that, that could be a thing. I love how uh, Travis Scott <laughs> responded. He was like, uh, 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 and he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite was Dave Chappelle. <laughs> who's like, who's like, if like perfectly in character, like smoking, Looms of smoke around him and is like, oh, <laughs> but we've got Jaden Smith, Tyler, the creator, Jennifer Lawrence, Haley Bieber. Yeah. Travis, Dave Chappelle, Addison Ray, James Charles, Lucas Sabat, a bunch of people I don't know. Uh, family friends like Fi, Savas, Stasi, uh, And it's it's just who knows what it doesn't. I don't know what it would be for, but it is just funny it's just a I, funny thing they should have taken it a step further and called like jordan woods i god we, the internet would have melted down oh my god if they called everyone who's like wronged the family oh god like on uh, yeah on someone else like i don't know how you'd do it because maybe you wouldn't answer but maybe you would if kylie's calling you back you're like oh my gosh collab <laughs> i mean and also what i liked about it is that look 
this family is like, this is, you know, we're in the, the sun is setting on the show on everything. And there's something just really powerful about seeing like the six of them, like the, all the sisters and Chris, it's just, yes. you know, it's like the title credits to the show. There's just like, it's a really powerful image and you never, it's so rare. It's so rare to get any of them together. Even on I the know. show, we, that's why we have fucking Scott and MJ storylines, you know, like, <laughs> so it's like, I wish MJ had been there. Oh, just mad dogging. <laughs> the very like tippy top of the new pyramid. But uh, there's something really like, um, and just the like collective, even though billionaires are bad, like the collective wealth and power of like that pyramid of women in 2020 is just like, it's meaningful, you know? Yeah. It's cool. God. I just thought yeah. of a crazy thing. Like, what if someone in their security team has a coup and they just take them hostage and then you have to have that Kroll Industries <laughs> come get them? <laughs> have you listened to... No, you don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but there's a podcast called Chameleon okay. and it is about the scam queen of Hollywood. And it is this person who Oh, is, I heard about this. Yes. yes. And somehow, all of a sudden, in the midst of it, you're like, Kroll Industries, which is Nick Kroll's billionaire father who has, like, this securities business. It's international. Uh, I'm reading uh, Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, finally, and it's a bummer because Kroll Industries for sure comes up. Like, it's yes. it's so intense. Like, look, you Nick know, Kroll it, is a fun and nice guy and he does not uh, ever not, go. He's never involved in, uh, what would you call it, when you, mercenary stuff <laughs> in the... <laughs> In like other countries, that's never ever been a thing. We're he not does. accusing. We're not accusing. No, he's that. great. He has a great show, Big Mouth. I'd love to write on it, Nick, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a weird thing to be like, wow, this kind of like pretty famous comedian has a father who is very important in the securities yes. international. Like, yes. So, but it's really funny because he pops up in it. But there is like, what is happening? You, I, I would say, listen to it. It's okay. a little c complicated, but it goes down a path. You're like, what? Wait, what? how? But how about now? What That's now? right up my alley. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I like, I love that. I love that. Chameleon? Chameleon, yes. Okay. Um, this one made me laugh. It's such a brief story, but does, I remember this, that Rita Ora and Rob Kardashian briefly dated uh back in 2012 and so she was getting interviewed rita ora who by the way separately has been in the headlines for a totally separate reason she ha had to pay i think like 30 or fifty thousand dollars in fines because she threw parties in london oh. like at clubs and she broke covid rules and had to issue like a huge apology last week and anyways, she might be a little bit of a dummy. But anyways, she was asked about her brief romance with Rob Kardashian in 2012. <laughs> she said, uh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it seems like it was a two-month thing. So. Yes, she says of their two-month relationship. It was very short-lived. I was so young. It was great. Uh, it was fun. It was very fun, I guess. That's all I remember. <laughs> Honestly, I'm Karda sad that... <laughs> oh, go ahead. This, though, Kardashian, though, seems to have been impacted by the relationship as he got Aura's face tattooed on his chest at the time. Oh, Rob I did is... not know that. Do you know what the kids would call him these days? They'd call him a simp. I just... Learned... Wait, will you explain it? So simping is when someone 
uh, loves their partner so much and does things that would be considered degrading or embarrassing. Oh, so okay. there's like a, a TikTok. I'm like into TikTok a little bit. Everyone love- is. I'm a loser and I'm not. And everyone no. else is having the time of their oh lives. Oh my God. I'm sorry. You made a TikTok. So don't That's true. Even. I did make a TikTok and it's great. <laughs> I was like, are we doing this? Are we going to get, are we, cause no one I know has started it besides like one I'm improviser. Going to. I, that was me dipping a toe in and I decided I wanted to see how it landed. I got great feedback from my friends, namely you <laughs> and Jackie and Mary Sasson. Uh, We're here for it. It, so, it was great. It's so there's like a challenge where girls will be like, babe, I don't feel good. And their boyfriend will be like, what is it, honey? Do you want me to rub your tummy? And it's like, and she's like, <laughs> and he's like, wait, are you feeling this? She's like, gotcha. And it's like catching, it's like just catching your partner loving you. <laughs> oh my God. What a time. Beep, beep, what a beep. time to be alive. <laughs> well, Rob has a tattoo of her on his chest. She doesn't remember him at all. <laughs> I'm upset because as you were telling me this story, I was like, yep, I can remember them all. I remember them all. And I wish I couldn't. I wish I had enough in my in the catalog that I was like, oh, I missed one. It's like, no, I it think is I a got real gift. All. It's a real gift to be like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. And a man has literally like woken up with a tattoo of your face on their chest for, <laughs> i don't know i'm sure he's gotten it covered or removed but what a uh, what a jerk she's God, a jerk make me laugh uh <sighs> what is this joe exotic <laughs> oh god again just imagine a barrel and it is just getting scraped <laughs> there's like <laughs> splinters all in that ladle <laughs> but we're doing it so uh everybody remember the beginning of quarantine remember tiger king remember how it was like a little funny and late that- so long ago but that's why it was funny that kim did tiger kim tiger kim tiger king costumes for halloween because it feels like a trillion years ago all of tiger king so we all went crazy for tiger king on netflix and joe exotic is still in jail but obviously he knows that kim is a fan uh and so according to entertainment tonight the 57 year old tiger king star who's in prison wrote to kim uh who is obviously a criminal justice reform activist asking for help to get a presidential pardon from (laughs) president donald trump sir you're a few months too late (laughs) sir it's not a good time um he's serving a 22 year prison sentence of being convicted of plotting a murder for hire of carol baskin for anybody spoiler alert if you're hadn't started the show yet uh and he wrote so so they have this like handwritten letter uh and it's just very sincere but uh, it, look at the date on this and see how poorly thought out this was the date <laughs> is the day after the election <laughs> it was very clear that kim did not support donald trump and they, she never <laughs> spoke one word about him her husband was running for president she also never spoke one word about that <laughs> you did this at the wrong time sir you woke up <laughs> mr exotic you woke up the day after the president <laughs> presidential election and wrote kim kardashian <sighs> Please help me get President Trump to see this 
and sign my pardon and ask attorney William Barr to open every case that I've ever been on and look for perjury for a conviction. Anyways, it goes also, on and on. It says, Dear Kim K. Dear, Dear Kim, Kim K. K. Uh, oh, this is intense. Will you please help me with just a phone call? No one even has to know you did it. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Look, it sucks to be in jail. That is heartbreaking, uh, even if you're a bad guy. But I just don't think this is the way you go about it. I'm sorry, Joe. Oh. I'm sorry. But good luck. Um, but so this was interesting because I was wondering where the hell they've been. And it, so the family this past week uh, rented an estate in Tahoe. We've never yes. known them to go to Tahoe. Well, they can't go far. Yeah. So Lake Tahoe is on the... It's Actually, Lake Tahoe is an interesting city because it's in both uh, California and Nevada. Oh, yes. It's beautiful there. It's Gorgeous. one of our like most beautiful uh, lakes, I would say, in Very the beautiful. U.S. Yeah. So they're there and they... People... It's I love this. It's like they broke COVID restrictions. It's like, <laughs> I mean, guys, here's the thing. I can get mad at them about flying across to another country and, and having so many people, but for them to just be like, uh, they took a private plane. There's a, there's an airport there. You yes. know, it's not like, you know, it's not like, uh, there's a lot of people there possibly infecting and they don't have it. So, but they're filming there. So yes, that's in, the key. In that case, it's like, well, it's work. We know plenty of people who are fil- flying across the country to film stuff. And yeah. like the industry it, is not shut down. It's and just this not is part of the business. So like yeah. they're all together, they're filming, uh, I bet it's going to be beautiful. That's uh, they also <laughs> went ice skating, which uh, was another restriction break. But the thing about it is, is all of these restrictions are like everyone should stay at home. All the businesses can stay open, though. And if you guys uh, yeah. want, it's like so it's mania mixed, inducing in California. It's mixed messaging. And it's like, yeah, if you want to do what you want to do, you absolutely can. There's no actual like there's nothing stopping you. You and I could be doing whatever we want. We could be doing this in person. We could be rubbing butts all over the street. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I could be rubbing butts all over the street. But I love that. <laughs> but the point is, like, I don't think it's like an egregious, like, breaking of rules. It's like, okay, they're like, they're multiple households, whatever. Everyone else is doing the same thing at this point. I'm not mad at them about this. They're doing their job at least. Uh, I have a much shorter fuse for an indoor Halloween party, you know, uh-huh. than uh, shooting the show. Yeah, at, we can't like, get a rent- upset. Of- yeah. It's like this is a rented out fa- fancy place it's it also very very it nice sounds uh, so nice and it's 17,000 square foot main house wow and it's it, there's two residences and there's 17 bedrooms and 18 bathrooms I love a place that has one more bathroom than bedroom yes it is a really big choice it's like <laughs> picking it's like on the prices right when you go the one dollar above yeah yeah <laughs> and it's it's just a whopping six thousand dollars per night it's like that's nothing i mean that's the funniest the, the other part of this article that's so funny is that it is like being shocked that they stay at expensive places is so funny to me. Yes, that is an insane amount of money for a lot of people, but it's like we we can't we're going to give ourselves a heart attack if we continue to be shocked by the price of the places they stay at. I don't think it's that crazy of a number though for that uh, many people. No, uh, you're to, yes, you're right also. That for that size, that's like, not that crazy. If let's say 
I got my dream trip and 10 of my friends and we're paying $6,000 per night. I'd be like, Oh, it's $600 a night. It's a little much, but if it's got everything, I'd everything be like, it's worth it. and it's like contained in a private, like, yeah, I'm not mad at it. They yeah. should check out how much hotel rooms cost. <laughs> um, I am excited to see this Tahoe footage. Um, oh and yeah. We know like- that it's the whole crew, which is exciting. It's, it's going to harken back to Kim throwing yes! her Blackberry. Packing uh, or Chris, up. Yeah. Chris throwing the Blackberry and then Kim getting upset and walking out into the snow with a roller bag. Oh, if they recreate it, what if they like give us this beautiful gift and they actually like recreate iconic scenes? I would be so oh. happy. I mean, someone all of a sudden decided they had to start producing. So I guess <laughs> we might have a good season. So this last one. Ugh. This, this is, is very light. So yeah. this is just like the summation of this story is Courtney trusts Scott Disick when it comes to romance with Amelia Hamblin, who's 19 years old. Essentially, it's like Courtney trusts him. However, she doesn't really think that Amelia's staying around. And if Amelia does stick around, then she may have an issue with it. Yeah. But for right now, she's not really caring about it. And it's as I was reading this article, Jess, I just had this feeling that I was like, this is yucky but also it stinks it stinks of lisa renna you think so it really really i mean okay amelia amelia gray hamlin she's beautiful very beautiful mm, i don't really think she looks like like a. I don't really i don't i feel like say she's it not really she's just not like say it she's recently gotten lips and stuff but i'm sorry she looks too much like a normal human so i hear i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah she doesn't strike me as someone that he's like blah, 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 blah. i mean maybe i'm wrong she's not unattractive she does look like a normal girl maybe that's what he likes not like a normal girl like i don't look like that bitch uh, <laughs> but you know like yeah she doesn't have this like body Cra- the crazy la look the crazy yes. crazy yeah. she's getting there with those lips i mean yeah. i guess she's like they're hereditary <laughs> plastic surgery is hereditary <laughs> but it's just like it it's something about it. i was like this just doesn't feel like it's real and it's I think the, yeah, it, the whole thing doesn't feel that real to me. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't know why. It just doesn't feel that real. Just maybe I just strange. don't want it to be. I know. Maybe it is just like problematic. Because it's a 19 <laughs> year old and I think it's yucky. Oh my God. I could mother a 19 year old. Ugh. I just can't. But I, look, it's legal. It's legal. That's my only it's just it's not illegal that's my only thought (laughs) yeah it's not illegal when the only compliment you have to say about a relationship is it's not illegal well that's legal (laughs) okay okay nice to know that i guess that's legal so good on (laughs) you okay well good for them well should we take should we take a little break let's take a little break okay Jessica. Yes. Now, you are one of my most beautiful friends. Oh, go on. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Um, smart, funny. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Shapely curves. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I was going to say, since you are one of my most beautiful friends, you always have a strong eye game. Oh, thank you. Uh, brows and lashes. And I don't want to call you out, but do you wear fakies? <laughs> Listen. Uh, I appreciate the compliment and I live to be transparent. I love sharing a beauty secret and I love a fake lash. It just, in these pandemic moments where we're going to be wearing masks to keep each other safe, why not give someone a little eye, a little cartoon doe eye, a little... Yes! Bat those lashes! But you know, I will say, I think what drives me cuckoo is that historically, the lash game is a tricky one. It's time consuming. It's messy. You've got glue. You've got magnets. I used to do lash extensions for years and years and years. And that takes hours and hours and hours. Oh, it is so much time. It is so time consuming and they don't even last that long. So it's one of these areas that's always to me been waiting for just the perfect product. And guess what? I think it's here. So I'm excited to tell our listeners all about Larev Butte's Lash System. Uh, It's pressure-sensitive adhesive technology mystique eyeliner that allows Larev lashes to pop right on. These mystique eyeliner, it's just like any other eyeliner. It's waterproof, smudge-proof, no stickiness or mess, and it comes in six colors to choose from, including clear. And the best part is that you can get the Butte box offer, which is fresh lashes and eyeliner every month. That's right, a fun box of lashes and eyeliner every, every month. And they have such a fun selection, beautiful colors, all different styles of lashes. Uh, And I would say the best way to experience the lash system is to subscribe to the Butte box. Yeah, and these are flexible plans worth over $120, but starting at just $73 a month. And look, if you can put on eyeliner, you can use these lashes. You can get fresh lashes and eyeliner every month. So today we're offering our listeners an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner when you subscribe to the Beauté box. That's three sets of lashes, three sets, and two liners in your first box. Or if you're not ready to commit to the Beauté box, use our code to buy one eyeliner and one lash set and receive an additional lash set. I know. Marcy, you and I both know that Mm -hmm. they're going to love this lash system as much as we do. Absolutely. So go to larevbutte.com, Cardishonet, and use code Cardishonet at checkout to get an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner. That's L-E-R-E-V-E-B-E-A-U-T-E.com slash Cardishonet. We are back, baby. We're back. We're back. We're back. So we are continuing Vintage Recaps, season five. Season five. I believe this is episode six. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the episode's called Court Goes AWOL. Yes. Um, So, yeah, we have have some bigger storylines with Courtney in New York. And then there is a, what should be a very light, fluffy storyline. It's very interesting, though. It is. <laughs> I mean, I, I like almost started texting you because I <laughs> my mind was being blown, and then I was like, "No, let's just save it." Yeah, but let's just- I was like, 
okay this is fascinating (laughs) the story that jess is talking about is the neutering of reggie (laughs) is his name wilson uh bush (laughs) who's reggie wilson that's somebody that might also be an athlete <laughs> but Reggie Reggie Bush court, uh, Kim Kim's ex. Yeah, so Reggie has a dog and it's getting neutered and Caitlin has a big issue with the neutering of this dog and the amount of foreshadowing in this it is Shakespearean. I Okay, well do we want to start with Courtney or do we want to start with that? I I think we start with the let's start with the balls. Okay. <laughs> I mean it is I just I really put a lot of thought into it because it's like, it's twofold because it is funny in terms of just like, there's a a layer of comedy to the foreshadowing and Mm -hmm. it's also like deeply tragic and uh, like, there's just so much. So, so, yes, yes. So we have Caitlin in, in Kim and we learn that Kim has this dog that, you know, she had bought for Reggie named Rocky and that Caitlin is really taken to this mm-hmm. dog um, and that they it, have like a real shorthand. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a real like kinship between Caitlin and this dog. Caitlin eats one of the dog's biscuits and then puts another one in her <laughs> mouth and lets Rocky take it from her mouth. And Kim goes, Rocky doesn't want to do that. He's not gay. And I was like, what a time. Uh, I mean, this whole episode and it's I mean, I don't think it's it's just a lot and like you got to brace yourself because man to remember it's one of those moments you really really recognize how much can change in a decade and like there are so many moments that are just like shockingly out of touch in 2020 it is truly amazing to go back just 10 years ago and i mean homophobia is still like alive and well everywhere i'm sure but how comfortable people were with like, if you watch friends, you're like, wow, it's so transphobic and homophobic. It is like fat phobic. It is like, it's like, well, this is a, an offensive show, I guess. It's, it's a, a it like it, it really is heartbreaking that it was that all of that was true and shocking I think to realize the strides, the work that is still left to be done, but like to, to be so jolted by it, it is so important. And, and that, so yeah, we get this like weird this immediate gay joke about weird in 2010. I was like almost going to move to LA then I lived here. I was <sighs> like a per, an adult person in an apartment and like had a desk job and like was, yeah, like this was normal. You're still making gay jokes back then. It's bonkers. Like that's the laugh line. That's the edit basically is Kim going, Rocky's not gay. And it's like, ha ha ha. And it goes to the next scene. And <sighs> yeah. The worst was- part is I'm positive. I was making gay jokes too. I am sure in my past it's just not possible that I didn't and it's just not possible. It's so hard to, it's just insane. It makes you feel really crazy. Cause I think, yeah, you see the casualness and that's what you really remember. Yeah. And that's what is that you're just like, it was so, it's just not a big deal. So we learned that Caitlin and the dog are really bonded that Caitlin loves Rocky because it's like having another male around, which I wrote. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. In all caps. So the next scene we have Caitlin, Chris, and they're in the garage. Rocky gets 
returned by a neighbor who is upset. Rocky was in the neighbor's yard humping the neighbor's dog. And the neighbor says, you need to get this dog neutered. Yeah, and use and then says he's all over the place. <laughs> it is true that when you have an unneutered dog, they are more likely to wander and get out. Like they're they just that just happens. Just like life. Yeah. Just know? like life. You gotta just- neuter your boys. Um <laughs> so they'll behave. So Caitlin is like, No way. Or, or no, Caitlin is like, Yeah, Rocky, go have sex with yeah. little doggies. They like <laughs> set up this strange plot line where Caitlin is like cheering on this dog who for like having sex with other neighborhood dogs and it's like and literally says yeah way to go stud and it's so not but here's the thing is like transition aside it's also just not Caitlin's personality like in my mind at this time you know like the whole thing feels like so forced caitlin does have five children that's true has sired a few breeds i feel like people who are willing breeds (laughs) (laughs) honestly that goes very closely with chris's like what chris says next she's like you don't want the rocky co-mingling like you and me you saw how that turned out and i was like what does that mean chris what do you mean you saw how that turned out are you saying that kendall and kylie are your little uh your bad pups i thought the same thing she says it with such a laugh while she walks through the door and i was like wait 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 wait, what get back here i mean she was already scheduling the doctor's appointments to fix them up at that point oh my god she was like dr orion yeah. <laughs> is that name? yeah yes good job um, uh so we learn so then we have rocky and, and caitlin and kim and kim lets caitlin know that she's gonna get him neutered it's yeah. gotta be done and caitlin's not happy no and and then we get another weird scene where, uh, and now Chris is there, where Caitlin says, the problem is you girls need to be humped more often. And then he says to Chris, you, to the bedroom. What? And what? I the can't... lady doth protest too much, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, like, hyper alpha Caitlin this... is just wild to me the machismo of a person who is playing with a toy airplane being like i raw dog my wife (laughs) and i tell my stepdaughter to get bone go find (laughs) someone to lay you get humped yeah to to hump you and and kim is dying she loves it (laughs) i think at this point in kim's life she has really differentiated herself from her sisters by being a grown-up and being in on the grown-up jokes because she makes the grown-ups money yeah and the other girls though courtney is older than her they're still treated like children yes you're so right kim has totally been allowed to like graduate into like a more adult celebrity realm god when do i get to do that any time no for my family just oh okay i was like i'm ready <laughs> i mean yes yes let me let me do it personally but when will i be grown up for family oh yeah i'm not there either <laughs> not um, a chance so we go to the vet again caitlin uh-huh. makes another joke that is bordering oh. 
it's like I don't even know how to describe it or how to categorize it, but Caitlin says soon to be Rockette about Rocky, poor Rocky. Soon to be Rockette. Yeah, I mean it's just bad. They're bad jokes. And Do you think it was just bursting out of her at that point? I think there is like this latent. I mean, I I can't speak to the trans experience, and I can't speak to like, but it is just. That's what I mean by like. I really was thinking about it. This is such a yeah. layered storyline to be. I don't know. I don't feel necessarily like the producers forced any of these lines. Like no. I feel like they come from Caitlin. And so, yeah, there does feel like a layer of like projection and self-loathing yeah. that is like kind of seeping out. It's certainly what it reads as, you know, like, it makes me think of when I was a very late blooming, uh, a virgin. And I would always do like improv scenes that were very sexual. And I was like, am I trying to like get this? Yes. Like, what's, is this what I'm working it out here? I mean, the uh, but always, yeah, where you like it's seeping through somewhere else in some safer space, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think so. We've got Caitlin like really kind of, yeah, in this like same alpha zone, really taking issue with Rocky getting neutered. We find out about a thing I don't think I knew about called a nudicle, which is a testicular implant, mm-hmm. um, which is insane, but. Maybe I don't know. What's your take on the nudicle? I mean, <laughs> who is I, it for? Is I, the question. I, well, I think the idea is that dogs miss their balls when they're not there. Like they know something's missing. Oh, that makes more sense. I was but, just like, is it for an owner to just not be sad and see fake balls? Maybe, but like, remember when Steve on Sex in the City was like, "Can I get the implant?" and Yes. Yes. Okay. I was just like, I guess there's just like a thing. Guys like their balls so much more than I do. I mean, I just, yeah, the idea of really loving that body part is just lost on me, but I don't have it. So what do I I don't have it. I was made perfectly and there's (laughs) no... (laughs) It's always so wild to me just hanging out of the body like that. Just like... Just a little flapping around. Well, little organs. <laughs> Your organs are hanging out on the outside. That's wild. <laughs> I, Those are organs. I think about it all the time. Organs are outside. You're running and it's what? It was, I don't know how prehistoric man survived. Like, what? I mean, how a little- did a saber tooth not just. Uh, like latch onto that gonzo nose and just pull it right off (laughs) like imagine if you had a lung just like hanging between your legs what if we had ovaries just like flopping around on our butts or something it's so bizarre okay sorry i sound like i got very i feel like you know in the bible they talk about man being created first and then when uh eve was made from adam's rib it's like it's very clear women were designed first, and then afterwards, yes. God was like, "I don't know, just do it like that. Pull it out. <laughs> about pull it. What about these? But you pull them down, and then this part <laughs> it comes out. And then God's uh, <laughs> partner, <laughs> one of the angels, is like, "I mean, you really only need the penis." And he's like, "Well, it looks weird. It's just the penis. Like, well, why'd you put these there too?" <laughs> two of them 
Okay, I guess uh, we need two of them. That's crazy. Guess, that's, that's a over- lot. That's a that lot is- flapping around overkill it's overkill god reel it in (laughs) (laughs) i have notes (laughs) well i just sorry sorry ben your bodies are beautiful too look you know it's just bodies it's fine but i mean boobs are weird boobs are crazy boobs are crazy i mean we could just have flat chests like men it doesn't like we don't need to have the whole like shebang hanging off it's just so funny that there are yeah two different parts like that anyways we could do why uh, this are, will be why are we different guys <laughs> <laughs> this will be our next podcast you and i just started pontificating on different parts of the human body <laughs> i mean let's not even start on noses what it <laughs> honestly voldemort is the way a nose should look <laughs> I know everyone's like he's gross he's nasty I'm like no he's doing it right (laughs) there's nothing to talk about there's no opinions to have no one being like it's too big it's runny (laughs) no it's a it is a null and void conversation it's done we don't need two holes for breathing four (laughs) three no how many (laughs) okay so <laughs> so Caitlin is not having it. Caitlin says, leave him the way he is and picks up the dog and leaves the vet. Yeah, that's um, right. So, but don't worry, because in the very next scene, uh, well, Rocky is getting neutered again. Yes, so it, a lot of back and forth to the vet in this little storyline, really making a meal out of it. So uh, when Caitlin and Kim go back to the vet, um, they... <sighs> you know decide they're just gonna get him they're just gonna get rocky the small balls oh my god it's the first time these people are choosing that i don't know why they did that to a dog when all of them are getting every all their implants large um (laughs) and then why are we seeing the surgery jess i couldn't tell you it doesn't track with this it doesn't track with this kind of show it's so sad to see rocky laid up with his little paws crossed and and legs like spread eagle like it's i mean i didn't know how how neutering is performed but i mean but okay so there is a line though that caitlin utters that is maybe the most shocking to me of this whole storyline where talking about rocky Caitlin when they goes, pick when they pick rocky up oh is that it i have it is that goes in a man out an it what yes before i didn't hear that oh yeah when they're looking at the implants when they're looking at the implants caitlin goes in a man out an it and like whoa and it is so jarring that's what i mean like this storyline is so jarring, like everything out of Caitlyn's mouth. I mean, yeah. it's, it's we understand what's going on, but it is just so bonkers. And so, so wild. Yeah, so wild. Then they when they're picking Rocky up, Caitlyn's making jokes about, well, now you, he can use a pink leash. Uh, what? There's a lot of like, it's just like very clear. Like I said, it's bubbling up out yes. of Caitlyn. Yes. This like gender these issues with gender like they're just exploding it's just yeah i mean there's so 
I would have been, I would have expected a couple. The fact that every scene is peppered with like three of these like homophobic, yes. transphobic lines um, is just, I think, remarkable. It's a real capsule in time. It's why like, yuck, we, I, without getting like too meta, it's like that's, these are the moments where the show is historic, you know, yeah. that like we have a record of like, of one of the, you know, most famous people to ever publicly transition, like, it, it, it's, you know, moving through like gender and uh, storylines in like the most frivolous possible in like story. It's, uh, it's really profound to me. Like, yeah. like you can go back and see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It, it's interesting. It is a time capsule. It's Absolutely. a time capsule is the simplest way. That is exactly what it is. It's just a time capsule. Um, but anyways, Rocky gets neutered. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know what happens to Rocky long term. Yeah, I'm worried. Bigger, big, oh, well, I mean, I think we can guess. Any pet that enters. Rocky's living on a farm somewhere. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Okay, now we got the Scott's birthday slash moving to New York storyline. So here we go. We find out Courtney and Mason have been living with Kim while she's looking for a house. Uh, we're touring a house with chloe kim and chris and we find out she's gonna she wants to buy the house but scott's gonna live there with her mm -hmm. and the family doesn't like scott so she's like this is complicated because i have to make two appointments i know i was like <laughs> well not everybody goes house hunting with their mom and three sisters two sisters yeah but you could just go with your partner. Uh, yeah. But I guess you, you know, fair enough. But yeah, we, we so they set up the storyline where she feels she's living two lives because of the tension between Scott and the family that is still lingering. Um, but we then get a really special scene. A really fun. There's a moment that was very fun. Kim and Chloe, <laughs> they find a vibe. They open up the drawers, which... Obviously, I would too. You yes, know, I'm looking yes. through people's things. Absolutely. You don't want me to look at you better. Hide them good. So they open up the bedside nightstand and there's a vibrator inside. A couple. A couple, yes. These people are getting down. Yeah. Good for them. They got an, I think they have an average amount, actually. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Somehow it starts going off. Oh my God, the rattling of this funny little vibrator in this wooden drawer is the funniest sound. It it's was making me so laugh funny. so hard. It's so funny. And then Chris is yelling to turn it off, or Courtney's <laughs> like, turn it off. And they're like, no, we're not touching some stranger's vibrator. And Courtney's like, I'll do it. And then Chris is like, put it, put it under. <laughs> Put it under the pillow. the pillow. What are you talking about, Chris? That's this worse than like, leaving it on. That is such a crazier move to put it under a pillow. Oh my god, this whole thing is making me laugh so hard because Courtney's monotone, also like c commanding them, turn it off, turn it <laughs> off. Kim is like crying too. It's like Kim so can barely handle it. I don't know who turned it on. I. I it but seemed Kim like it genuinely turned on by itself. Like I, unless it was like battery controlled by production, it genuinely seemed, but like, oh my Kim God. Kim is laughing so hard she can barely walk. And she's falling over. <laughs> Courtney, being Courtney, of course it's Courtney, just opens the drawer, grabs this little dancing vibrator and 
just bless her. She just gets that thing to turn off. Yeah, you know, Courtney is the one who's going to wax your asshole. Yeah. She is going to pull her baby out. It really reminds me of like the heart of Courtney. What make, like she is the most irritating. And then there's like this core thing that she's like, I'll fucking touch some strangers vibrator. I don't give a flying fuck. You know, in a lot of ways, she is the most woman. Yes, that's the word. Just like, let me do it. Let me yeah. do it. I'll she's do it. A, she won't work, but she's the most like woman when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> You're exactly right. Not <laughs> occupational, but on every other front. Um, you know, then, we've been obsessing about Dumois and uh, not not skinny but not fat yes yes i was listening to the podcast with both of them on it oh uh, yes and they were talking about all like the scoop they get about courtney is that kim and chloe are so so nice and that courtney is not and she also only pretends to mom on camera she has nannies all the time (laughs) (laughs) they're like she's actually very lazy not just like i want to be a mom but more like oh i actually don't want to be a mom uh (laughs) but i want to say i'm a, a mom that's so perfect that her thing, they all got a thing. Chloe got fitness. Kendall got modeling. And I love the idea that Court, or, yeah, that Courtney's was being, not wanting to be a mom. <laughs> also, like, someone else posted an old picture of, uh, of them with Chloe and Kim. No, Chloe, Courtney, but she's standing right next to Chloe. And she's like, at the time I was a double zero and yes i saw this chloe and i are the same size in the picture i mean so like chloe was never like uh you know like a big wildebeest monster she was like always so she must be i mean i've i've all like when i see her legs now i'm like it's just so they're so thin on her big booty she looks like an ant it (laughs) does look like it looks exactly like an ant. Uh, it's, I mean, it's tragic. The the idea that like, yeah, that narrative was like a, a big woman. And yeah, I saw that too. It was like the idea of that she was a double zero, like all of our perspective being that off. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have them at the house then and everyone's making fun of Chris for never doing the dishes, which made me feel better because I hate doing the dishes. Um, another thing. Hey man, I got a fucking countertop dishwasher. Oh, you have a dishwasher too, though. Yes. Yeah. You need to just yeah. load it on up. I know. Marcy. You know what? You cut the hair around there. Tim <laughs> yeah. can load the dishwasher. Yeah, that's right. I'm running a salon. I don't have time. <laughs> it's time. I have big clients coming in. I have big, I have had one client in nine months and it stressed me out. Like you can't <laughs> believe. Okay. Uh, uh, I got other boy bands lining up. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris doesn't like doing the dishes. They're making fun of her. And then Courtney, and I think this is sad court, but Courtney brings up Scott's birthdays coming up and they're going to Vegas with friends. They're going to have a party for Scott in Vegas. And it's obvious. Nobody wants to go. Chris yeah. says she's busy. Everyone's busy. She knows there's not a chance in hell that Chloe would go because Chloe hates Scott openly. And, you know, in her, Courtney says in her confessional, like really bums her out that she feels like she has to beg them to yes, celebrate. But on the flip side, I mean, I'm right there with you. Last year, he, he was he, horrible. He was disgusting. He had the worst behavior in Las Vegas, and that is bad. Well, that was the thing is that part of me was like, 
you know, the idea of asking them to go back to Vegas of all places with her and him, it's like, would be one thing if it was like he's having a birthday dinner in town or something, but it's like, you want them to come to Vegas for a guy who treated their daughter and sister like shit in the place he did it? Like, no. The other layer of it is we all know they get paid to have birthdays in Vegas. Right. And if you have other Kardashians there, I bet you can get more money. (gasps) I didn't even think about that. And I'm sure they were like, fuck no no sir no -uh. sir you're not gonna humiliate me so that you can get 30 extra thousand dollars or whatever that weekend what a weird business because okay so they're in vegas then they're in vegas at the it's a very funny name the artisan hotel the artisan hotel Courtney is upset that no one from her family came, but she's like, I, maybe I just need a break from my family. What if we lived in New York? And he's like, yes, we're doing it. Absolutely. You said it. It's happening. There's no, no take backs. It's got to happen. There's nothing we can do to stop it now. It moved so fast that we have had no real foreshadowing, no conversations, unless I'm not remembering. There's been no, com- I mean, we know Scott's family's in New York, Yes, but it's like, I'm thinking we should move to New York to New York. Cheers. And I was like, (laughs) whoa, whoa, what? And they were even making a bit of it there. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, you said it. Okay. I can't believe you said it. Wow. (laughs) We are going to do it. (laughs) Like he is playing it up for laughs. So, uh, and he's like, yeah, I want to get the hell like, oh, for his birthday, he wishes on a candle, which is now (laughs) outlawed to do that. We are not blowing candles out guys. guys. He wishes to get the hell away from her family and live near his family, which in hindsight, would have been really nice if he could have. Yeah. I'm sure that that's like one of the many intense If he would have had those him. few years with them, that would have yeah. been really nice. And that's sad. So they end up going to New York. Jessica. Hmm. He rents a Bentley <laughs> to drive to Manhattan <laughs> from one of the boroughs or Newark. I am sorry. I've never heard of something dumber. It's then how are you going to even rent? You can't go to JFK and rent a Bentley. You have to go to another place or maybe someone will bring one to you. But even still, like you want to drive in New York. You're excited to land and get a fancy car to drive around the boroughs how small are you it's this is such a oh i mean it lasts for so long it's scott's like core identity for so long but like this like cartoon lavishness that he's so it's so wild the idea and it's it's like yeah this guy in his like mid-20s and this slicked back pomade hair and fucking suspenders and a bentley and it's just like damn dude it is off pudding like how embarrassing for courtney to be like okay let's try and fucking bentley even though you don't have a job you don't have a job even if he does have these like club promoting it's like you're not making enough you're not making bentley most people who get bentley's i think aren't making bentley money no i mean it's just like it's the concept of that level of flashiness like it's just it's lost on me especially you don't own a home I, it's and your girlfriend's like, gonna buy it for you and you're like a known fuck up and supporting player on her tv show like 
it's such a strange thing to compartmentalize to be like, but yeah, everyone will think I'm really successful and rich. And it's like, no, we know everything. It's on TV. <laughs> you know, I have multiple friends right now who are looking to buy their second home and they <laughs> and they buy normal cars that like any of us would have yep. because they have, you know, and not to say like he gets there. We all see where they are now. But at this point in his life, he really fell backwards into success. It's a fake until you make it success story. Sorry. He didn't fall backwards. He fell dick first and dick success. first. That's what I was going to say. Three times, three kids. Oh boy. <laughs> he nailed um, it. So they're looking at places. And then we get this absolutely batshit phone call. The way this played out. So it's Courtney Scott and a realtor. And they're walking through these like lavish for New York standards apartments. They couldn't. They couldn't. They're at this point. No, I Not saw a chance. I Two saw story she was apartments looking. in Greenwich Village. Get out of here. I saw what she was looking at in the valley. She's not like. This no, is, no, it's not possible. But they're looking at these apartments and Courtney's phone rings and she picks up and proceeds to like gaslight Chris in the craziest way. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm actually talking to you from the nursery of the apartment in Greenwich Village is a view of the church across the street. And Chris uh, is like, where are you? What are you talking about? Why are you looking at apartments, Courtney? And she's like, I told you, you need to listen more. Anyways, and it is like so casual. You're talking to your own mother, mother of her grandchild. And it's like, this conversation is so detached and crazy. And and the and she was looking at the realtor being like, I know, right? I know. <laughs> I know, right? The realtor's like, don't make her mad. You know you have you need her to co-sign, right? <laughs> And then this, the way this conversation ended killed me. Courtney goes, all right, I'm not in the mood to talk to you right now. And Chris oh, goes, boy. okay, ditto. And then Scott's like, did she say ditto? Did she say ditto? That's funny. Oh, that's funny. He loves her. He loves Chris at the end of the day. Yeah. God, I'm not in the mood to talk to you right now. Okay, ditto. <laughs> it's uh. so funny. And then she says, I just don't need this kind of negative energy around us. God, how many more years we'll get to hear about how she feels about negative energy. But she's the miserable one. That's I know. That's so funny. Always. always. I guess that's how it is, though, right? It's always that. So then we're back in California. It's time for lunch. Cliffside at Joffrey's. Oh. It's a beautiful, I sunny day on the PCH. And Chris, Chloe, and Kim are are brunching, and uh, Chris tells the sisters, drops the bo the bomb that uh that Courtney's thinking of moving to New York. Yeah, and they have to like figure out how to talk her out of it. And what does Chloe do the moment Courtney gets there? She says, "You're just trying to get back at us. I'm not gonna kiss your ass to get you to stay here." Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, she's charming. It was so funny. It's like the bluntness with this, these sisters. Kim's like, just literally like Courtney has not sat down, is wheeling up a stroller with Mason. Are you living in New York? And then it's literally <laughs> Chloe being like, I'm not kissing your ass. Oh, and God. Just leading with such absolute. Like, it, it was interesting to me that they did nail it. Like, and pretty much that's what Courtney admits. Like, yeah, that is why. And they start talking about the birthday party. And that it did bum her out, you know? Yeah. 
And she's like, I don't want to have to live two lives. And I, I understand that. Like they do make it so hard yes. for her. Like, well, cause it's know. not possible. I think the greatest curse of this family is that like, if they do not accept your partner, you don't really have a way of not interacting and being part of them, you know? And like that your partner has to be in the fold of the whole yeah, I, I feel like my family is just too, like, I don't know, maybe it's like, I, it's not polite, but it's like, we don't have the guts to be rude. Same. Because we have definitely been around plenty of people that we did not like, and we're like, hi, oh. how are you? You want some cake? Oh, absolutely. It's so, I mean, I couldn't imagine being like, yeah, the open, openly hostile or openly disliking a person's partner is just like not in the cards. But I mean, I guess it's different if it's Scott and... Yeah, they they do not like him. So, yeah. but Chris thinks on it, and she has a little family meeting. The whole mm-hmm. family's home. We've the got little girls, Rob's there. Everyone, everyone, everyone but Courtney. Everyone, Courtney, and Chris is worried. You know, then that Courtney is going to move. Mo- mostly, mostly worried about Mason leaving. Yes, that's very clear. <laughs> it's very clear. It's about Mason, and then Kendall. Our Kendall. voice of reason, always the voice of reason. She's really stepping up. She suggests throwing a party for Scott, a little party for them. And then like, you know what we need? We need Chloe there because she hates him most. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this was a very cute idea. Uh, basically because they had, um, they had not gone to his birthday party that they're going to make it up to him. Nobody went to Vegas. They're going to throw him a little birthday party, but you got to try to get Chloe on board. Uh, Yes. So we have a very funny little scene. That's just Chris going by to do just that. Yes. And then she's like, look, Chloe, if you don't try to stop this, you're going to lose both of them. Meaning Mason and Courtney. It's like, what? (laughs) Putting it all on Chloe is so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Chloe is so horrible and gives no shit. Give, could not care less this whole episode about any of it. And is like, no, <laughs> it's so funny. Cause she's like, it doesn't make sense. I hate him. <laughs> I got to give her credit. She's living in a very linear one-to-one world. It just she's is like, yeah, I authentic. don't do that. Authentic. Authentic. Authentic is the word. Yeah. I tweeted something like this this week that I was like, much respect to me and my former coworker who do not follow each other on any social media because we did not like each other. We are <laughs> authentic. <laughs> I to which the speed with which I texted you to be like, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, it's you could all the people you know you can see I'm following them. So mm-hmm. I was I I love a I love figuring out a little subtweet. Um. So then it's time for, I mean, calling this a party is... It's rough. It's pretty rough. I was like, were we that? I know this was before the days of Mindy Weiss. That's fine. But this is about, this is like truly 99 cent store party hats and noisemakers and little else. Kim says the funniest thing though. She's like, whoever likes Scott the least should do the most work. (laughs) 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 Did you catch because chris is blowing on a noisemaker and rob says if you don't stop i'm gonna punch you he says that to his mother robert robert that's not how it works certainly not once your finances are tethered together (laughs) yeah please sir you cannot be punching your mother (laughs) sir you cannot so who breezes in at the last minute chloe now 
you might think that the way this would end on a sitcom is Chloe's arrived. She understands that she's mm-hmm. got to just be kind to her sister, just show that she cares about Scott, celebrate him. It's just not really what happens. It's not really how she, she can't, honestly, she's an authentic queen <laughs> and she cannot fake it. <laughs> she will not wear a hat. <laughs> when Courtney and Scott show up and they all scream <gasps> surprise and then Mason starts sobbing. I was like, guys, guys. you cannot scream in a baby's face. <laughs> also, so- Scott wearing his stupid suit. Like, ugh. <laughs> it's a mess. Chloe is go is like being a nightmare. She's like, yay, yay. Oh, <sighs> this is fun. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. It's so <laughs> crazy how she behaves that way. And then literally Tristan cheats on her so many times. And she's like, everyone be nice while I give birth. <laughs> <laughs> I know we just found out hours ago, but everyone be cute. I'm pushing a baby out. There's 12 people in the room. oh my god it's wild so we that's really the party that's i mean courtney makes it very clear she thinks it's half-assed and then chloe leaves early and that's yeah yeah it does not end on sitcom terms and bless chloe and this family for not not doing it uh authentic queen authentic (laughs) queen chloe's still openly openly hostile to scott Mm -hmm. nothing is solved uh and we have no we don't know what will happen with courtney and we don't know new york move but that was it that's it it was a good one well uh we did it we scraped that barrel honestly (laughs) this episode's not short so it's not short no yeah, but we did it we always do we always know how to do it i mean okay well we release new episodes every monday except this week and some weeks uh check out our website <laughs> carditionit.com subscribe on apple Podcasts. please rate and review check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook page email us at carditionit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to carditionit bye, bye.